The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the Mouths of Madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F-U-R. What's up, you green beer-drinking motherfuckers? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's drinking green beer, because you just... I mean, it's green in it. It's green in it, yeah. so St. Paddy's Day. Woo! Woo, I'm getting drunk on green. Yay! Not food coloring and regular shitty-ass beer. I mean, I don't think my beer is shitty-ass beer. <laughs> uh, but most of the bars, it's like, here's Coors with green shit in it. There you go, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Tonight, we have, I think it's a pretty solid episode. We're going to be speaking to a kind of a, across the board for horror fans, and I'm, I'm excited about this. And normally, most of the episodes of Madness are generally geared towards people that are, because of stuff, the movies we talk about, people that are into horror, like, because they know horror, they, they've either been thinking, like, seen these movies, just haven't watched them yet, or they've actually watched these movies and just want to hear someone else's opinion on it. Uh, tonight, we're going to kind of, kind of speaking to... A, the horror fan, who's more of a casual horror fan, knows a lot of the mainstream movies, goes and sees the ones that actually make the movie theater, knows all those, knows all the old school 80s icons and so on and so forth, but might not have anybody else in their circle that can guide that can guide them to more deep cuts, but that are actually horror staples in the horror community, as well as people that are fresh to horror and have only seen maybe a few horror movies and want a little guidance there as well. You know, as we need to guide each other. As in horror, as in metal, as in any nerddom, there needs to be a guiding light instead of a shunning because, oh, you haven't seen that? Everyone's had, everyone's, everyone's had that said to them. And oh, yeah. I feel like to, uh, this, is a, this is a perfect episode to have our guest on tonight, and that is Katie of Nerdcompolis. What's up, y'all? It's Katie, and I also like green beer. And I'm excited to be here. But no, I'm really excited about this topic. This is actually why I do my blog, Nerdcropolis, because I want horror to be approachable and something that everyone can enjoy. And just like you said, have someone to guide them and just be passionate about it and show them that passion. So I'm jazzed. Happy to be here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, we've all had that somebody tell us something and like, you know, oh, you haven't seen that? It's like, well, I mean, I kind of want to watch it now. You're being a fucking dick right like fuck you <laughs> well you're really excited about this yeah, yeah. And, and like the whole thing is uh, i'll be honest like you know i was trying to think of a play on um you know hidden gold and hidden gems and those movies that you know again some you know, half the time we're talking to people and they're like i've never seen that you're like we try to calmly react sometimes to certain movies <laughs> that we are stunned that some people haven't seen so that's we are kind of going the theme to of this. guide you to the end of the rainbow, to yes. that pot of gold. Ha yes. <laughs> yes. So these these will be the hidden gems of not so much, and when we like you said, we not hidden gems as far as deep cuts of like, if you're a hardcore horror fan, these are hidden gems for hardcore horror fans. These is just the but horror it, movies that are out there that not everybody might know about, but to a hardcore horror fan like everyone on this panel, we know about them, but then we want you to know about them. Is basically it. I mean, yeah. everybody who's a hardcore horror fan generally knows these films, but like I said, you just might not have been exposed to them. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say the categories also are the people that might watch movies, and then, then the people we always see at the horror cons that I think some of the movies we're going to cover in the first, yeah. part, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I saw that <laughs> when I was like eight. Like, No, but exa that's exactly <laughs> the response. It's yeah. like, yeah, and no, I saw that when I was eight, but like I said, there's some people who love horror. And Absolutely. Just, like, I didn't have some, like, I don't, how I found some of these movies that I'm listing is because I had a, older friend that I uh, met outside of, right, like right after high school, who actually worked at the video store where I uh, hung out at, and he showed me a lot of these movies. Nice. And that's how I found them. Like, yeah. I would have, no one else I was hanging out with knew that. Like, they liked horror movies, right? Right. I liked, I liked horror movies. I grew up watching, like, the you know, the basics, like the franchises, Freddy, Jason, Michael, Chucky, all that stuff, as most general horror fans do. And he just brought me all, oh, you haven't seen this? Oh, I don't know. 
we're gonna party later and bring this over cool I'm party later we'll bring this over and just, it was like years of just being fed all this awesome horror shit and so this is kind of what we're doing for you guys I love that we're gonna hold your hand to hell it's gonna be great you hold your hand to hell <laughs> you oh, could also oh, say we're that's kind good. of that's good. green with envy over cause I'll be honest sometimes there's some of those movies that when you found out when you find out someone hasn't seen it you're almost jealous. They get to see it for the first I fucking agree. time. I, do, I remember yeah. I had an experience where I went to go see a showing of Aliens, and there was these two girls sitting behind me that had never seen Aliens, and they were jumping, and they were <laughs> reacting, and I was like, I'm so fucking jealous, because yes. y'all are seeing this for the first fucking oh, time. Man, I completely yeah. agree. Because we'll never, you never get that back, right? Yeah, right. That's, that's why right. Like, it's the first time I'm watching something. I'm very... And I, I know sometimes it probably comes across as being uh, an asshole, but I'm very much uh an advocator for like zoning and watching the film like for the first time sure right right rewatches oh yeah we, we can fucking talk shit about it we can do all this stuff yeah. i'm not much for commentary on a film the first time watching it because oh, you want to be all in i yeah. want to be all yeah. in on it that's the way i watch movies yeah and if there are people i'm watching with that constantly want to interrupt uh they eventually hear from me because i'm just like <laughs> unless <laughs> i don't unless believe that it's a <laughs> shit fest it's if you get to yeah, the halfway, there's a, there's a movie. If that, you get like, to the halfway point and you go, "Oh, this is dog shit." Yeah, and I know yeah. this because I've been in the theater with Steven Where <laughs> yeah. there we go, time the to start talking yeah. shit. But no, it's and I'm talking to you. It, it yeah, follows. No, totally oh, it fucking follows. <laughs> Fuck that. Fucking. Why are you gonna bring up tracks. it follows? God damn it. <laughs> Because oh. there was that halfway point where I looked at you and you looked at me and we said fuck this movie and then we just talked Verbatim. shit for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I Verbatim. Love how we, much you hate that movie. We literally had like I mean it wasn't even it wasn't even like intentional. I, we just kind of like boom. It wasn't like I looked over, he saw me look over, and he looked over. It was like simultaneously, <laughs> fuck this movie and <laughs> off to the races. Yep. But no, majority of the time. But see, but before that, I was focused. I was then. I was like, all right, yeah. I'm trying to see what they're doing. Go see where they're going with. Right. You know, I want to. I don't. I don't want to just automatically shit on something. Certainly, I appreciate that. Give yeah. something a fighting chance. Exactly. Then, yeah, you can't but be there like, is a point. You're right. Where you're like, this is like, fucking shit. You can't be shit. ten minutes yeah. in and be like, yeah. fuck this movie. That's you right. At least give it like thirty minutes and then go. Oh, this is how the movie's gonna go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, fuck this movie. Yeah. But not in a fun way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, more like the. Oh, you were the. You were the last thing available. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I love it. Fuck it follows. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we uh, last minute we kind of decided that we'd be kind of cool to break this down into you know maybe a few small categories with inside these hidden gems because let's face it, not all horror fans are the same. I know tons of horror fans that like you know supernatural. I know lots of horror fans that just like the intense. I know lots of horror fans that are straight gore whores. That's what that, that's what feeds them. You know, that's what they get satiated on. And I know tons of horror fans that are straight horror comedy fans. That's yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, they'll watch, and all these people will watch other horror movies, but when they're like jazzed and fucking stoked, that's the type of movie they talk about. Yeah. So we kind of start off on like some lighter ones for the people that like, you know, do love watching horror, but maybe don't like some of the intense kills and they just kind of like, you know, cover their eyes or, you know, or, or aren't a big fan of jump the jump scare, stuff like that. You know, not too intense, but th those those movies are also are also lighter on the side of uh, some of the oh <laughs> some of the horror movies that are out there. Yeah. So uh, I'll let uh, Katie start off. Yeah. So I, I love the way you introduced that, which is that everyone kind of has their own thing. Like they can like the horror comedies or the gore, or the thrillers, etc. So one that I think is really really awesome for someone who really enjoys just lots of suspense, like sitting there edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen next is hush so yeah. if you remember hush it's yes. the one with the girl she's deaf um she's in her house alone in the woods and she becomes the target of a masked killer mm -hmm. but it is completely it's not not one you're going to be um covering your eyes with your hands um it's just thriller straight up it's got some great action um so yeah i'd check that out uh i remember the first time i watched that it was random uh it really random as fuck that i wa uh, ended up watching it but I was just surprised. Like I couldn't imagine the horror being deaf and just not knowing there's a, for the longest time yeah. there's a stalker. Yeah. Like, oh, right, right. <laughs> oh God, because you can't hear shit. You don't know that somebody like he's making all this yeah, noise in the background absolutely. in some of the scenes, yeah. like intentionally. And you're like, it's so no, fucked no up. idea. <laughs> it is, that's what I'm saying. It's it's so fucked up. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Waving his hand. Right. Hey, like. But uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your last name right, Kate. Siegel? Yes. 
from right. Yeah, she's from Haunting, the, of, Hill Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, she's awesome. I believe she's she was in season character. two as well. Yes, she does show up. Well, she's in also married two. to the director. Oh, really, Mike Flanagan? I believe she. I believe she's the wife of Mike Flanagan. I did not know that. Interesting. Because yeah, she's yeah. been in a couple. She was in like two of his other movies yeah, too. She, yeah, that, that totally makes sense now that you say that. But yeah, yeah. she's gorgeous. Oh, she was but... in. She was in a uh, Gerald's Game. Yes. No, that was Carla. G- well, you know, she yeah. was in the she main. Was, she oh, was the right, mom. Right. Yes, yeah. that's right. In the that's flashback right. scene. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So that right. so she's right. in, she's they you know she's in she some of it. She was probably somewhere yeah. in Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Come on. She, yes. Yeah, she had to be. Yeah. I didn't notice her. <laughs> For sure. But but yeah, this is you know as a woman, I devour a lot of Lifetime movies, and this is almost like borderline. Like this could just be like a stalker type of movie. So if you're someone who loves that type of thriller, definitely check out Hush. You're gonna love it. Yep. All right, the one I go with. Um, I'm, you know, huge into effects and 80s effects are some of the best. Uh, I went with Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, it's directed by Stan Winston, who, shit, most of the effects in the 80s, he's responsible for. Oh, uh, yeah, a fraction I, I, of. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. As Tom, a fan Savini's, of Aliens, sorry. As a fan of Aliens, he's Tom responsible Savini's for Aliens. responsible for more than him, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Facts, baby. All right. Facts. <laughs> Look them up. Let's just episode. say of these two makeup guys, the Stan Winston directed movie I appreciate a lot more than the um, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead remake So that uh, Tom Savini directed. So Okay. But Savini's still better at effects. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. He has <laughs> his own school. Does he have his own school? What, Stan Winston? Yeah. I believe so. I've never heard of it nor seen it in the horror community. All right. Well, we'll find I'm it. just saying. Okay. But um, it came out in 1988. Um, it's I mean, it, father Lance Henderson plays his father. His these dumbass fucking teenagers kill his kid. It's so sad. And it's a really yeah. sad scene. I, again, I got to go back to that one fucking shot of the look he gives. Them. I know I mean, it's oh. that. Oh, but it, the no, despair it's, in his it's, eyes. It's to me, I just see rage. Yeah. I don't see despair. I see like. I, killing you would not be enough. That's what I see in his eyes. Oh, like, I like that. Yeah. What yeah. do I do without me actually killing you? <laughs> yeah. Could I bring about this giant fucking creature and just you know that makes a weird locust sound when I, it that fucking sound kills is you? Weird. And I you love know it, what? I love that it. Too. Sound, I love it. That sound just adds so much. Like the yeah. thing already yeah. looks so fucking like yeah. monstrous and it's gonna rip it's you to bizarre. shreds. But you hear that sound and you're like. And you like hear it before you see it sometimes. You're like, yeah, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. go outside real quick and check. And you're like, oh, look at sound. You're fucking dead. So. I hate that that movie is overlooked because it's I don't so understand great. how it still I is. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, when we're talking overlooked, we mean in the heart, like the hardcore yeah, horror community. Yes, like, we how was it overlooked? Well, yeah, but it just, it's still, it still it does. It didn't do great yeah. at the box office. And I mean, I, I, I know there was a sequel, but it just not really. It just never got the attention yeah. that it should have. Like, Agreed. and especially the some of the kills are really great, and just the creature looks fucking amazing. The effects are yeah, so incredible. This this feeds like if you're into monsters side of horror, this definitely feeds that the creature feature aspect. Uh, not a lot of gore. Really, there's some blood dripping from a from like I think two of the kills, but it's not overly gory. And I mean, good revenge story. Good if you're suspense, someone that loves revenge, build up and, of yeah. the chase yeah. is there. And I know I've already mentioned aliens a couple times, but I mean, it's got Lance Henderson, so I yeah. mean, like he's fucking awesome in this movie. So and it does for a horror movie, like you know, it's a good representation of tugging at the strings. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because they yeah. do a great job of showing the relationship for being a single father and just his boy out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, and they all they're, they're all they've got, and. And you know, it definitely brings some emotion to a horror film, which a lot of people don't think you can really have. So, still, sometimes very you know? true. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with a more of a fun one, but it's definitely a light one. Well, unless you have some phobias, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ah, oh, yes. That's. I feel uh, like that's I knew you one. Do that one. <laughs> I, well, I just feel like that one again, not gory. No. I mean, one somebody gets killed by a shadow puppet, basically. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. I mean, it's just if you think about the cotton candy, I, mean, I was going to say sort of gory. Like I mean, all you see is a strawgan stuck in there. You don't see anything coming out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but they rip the con candy. You see someone's face, and then you see the straw. So you know that's sort of gory. It is. That's the close, but that's Good. the closest you get in that exactly. movie. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, you you still get a monster feature because of the end. You got this giant fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do have decapitation. I forgot about that. Oh, the you little do. tiny yeah, clown. Little and the guy's like, "What are you?" And then punches his head off. But it's so comical because it's, it's so just silly. his head flying. And, oh, off. and you got the shitter clown. That's yes. like a little shitter snake clown. Yep. And you got the pizza clown. It's like dick in a box, but it's like <laughs> the, the clown in a in a pizza box. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes. And the thing you almost have to like give people a heads up on, especially if you go on Prime and Netflix. 
they're you get bombarded by just generic ass, especially after it. These Clown. generic ass clown yeah. horror movies all over the place. But this is legit. This came out in what eighty eight. Uh, it was eighty eight. Yeah, eighty eight. And but it's it's OG. It's fun. It's got some funny like just kills and everything like that. But it's one of those. Just don't be thrown off with it having clown in the title. Since again, we're getting bombarded now with so many fucking clown horror movies. Yeah, it, exactly. Eighty eight was. There wasn't a lot out then. I don't really think there was much of any <laughs> back in 88. Yeah. So this was OG original written. And yeah, aliens come to this small town and their spaceship looks like a diamond until it lands. And it looks like a fucking circus tent. Big old circus tent. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And then from there, just ridiculousness ensues. I mean, it's just hilarity. And the clowns are just, like almost cartoonish and they're yeah. like they're they're oversized, their outfits, their makeup, it's incredible. Each yeah. of them have their own personality. It's just amazing. The town oh, itself it. kind of has a personality. So that's you got to check that one out. Essential. And, and you've got a theme song Required. written by the Dickies. So if you're a punk fan, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the song is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They read it just for that movie. I was like, "Oh, yes. That's so fucking <laughs> rad." It's a great song. Yeah. But it definitely light, on, lighter on the side of it. The side of things. Nice. So um, are we sticking on lighter still? Yeah. Okay, great. So I think for people who really love um, horror comedies or even if they like, it's like I have friends who love zombies, like they love The Walking Dead, but they're not really into horror per se, but they've seen Zombieland. One that it just came out recently in the last five years is Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which ah, is just yeah. a really fun, just really fun, funny movie, lighthearted, um, great story, really good acting. Um, fun plot, just great characters. It's it's just fun. It's just a fun movie to watch. Agreed. Yeah. It, I, it took me a while to watch that. Uh, I feel like it had been out for like three years. I don't feel like I watched it till the early 2019 or maybe it was late 2018. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Just one that I think is really palatable for that very casual. And, and maybe you might argue this could be for like a more mainstream horror fan. But I think this is a good entree for the, the really casual horror fan who's just trying to dip their toes into horror comedy. Um, and especially zombie, too. Yeah. And so like, if you like zombies. Right. We have a lot of there. There's the, the zombie genre has a lot more of the comedy in it. Right. Com- as opposed to yes, others. It does lean towards that. Yeah. And. I think that that's that's a good avenue to like the serious zombie movies. Absolutely. So I I, I completely agree. Yeah. You know. For sure. So yeah. So another one I throw out there, and again, it shocks me to even bring up this movie that people haven't would have not seen this, but I'm gonna actually throw both of them out there: Creep Show One and Two. So for yeah. sure. Because like uh, you know, and Essential. some people are just turned off because first Creep Show is early '80s, and we we brought it up on a couple other podcasts where sometimes just people getting into stuff or like, oh, 80s, early 80s. I don't want to mess with that. But fucking give Creepshow a chance. It's so much fun. I don't know how people so much fun. And it's weird. Yeah, I have to convince people of it. But I'm also going to put an argument in for Creepshow 2. Where yeah, Creepshow 2 is fun. It's not as strong as the first one, but goddamn, there's a story in there that's one of my fucking favorites of all time. So It's not that it's not as strong. I think where they fucked up is they made the stories longer and you only have three instead of five. Yeah. I, I'm serious, like... Because those stories are a lot shorter in the first one, yeah. So it's more, more it's effective. like bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. Versus in in two, they have to elongate them, and you get a lot of dead time. And all three of the stories, even though I enjoy that movie, I can definitely see where if they cut a little bit out of each story, yeah. you could fit they, more stories. Yeah. And I think that would have made a world of difference. That might have had to do with budget. It was Romero wasn't the director of two, was he? No, he wasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Savini, he was producer. Savini was one of the writers. And well, he did the makeup for the first one. Yeah, um, and he was the creep in part yeah, two. Yeah, he was the creep, but he was involved with the special effects in the second no, one. So, no. but I was gonna say with the second one, the second epi- uh, segment, the raft is the effects in it are goddamn amazing. They are great. Like, yeah, it's yeah. such a like. The, don't get me wrong, the first one and the last one, those are still really good, and the effects are pretty good. But I remember watching Creepshow two just randomly when I was a kid, like on HBO. And the raft just made such an impression on me. It blew your mind. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and the creep show is like, I, I can't think of any other genre. Please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm very biased and I love horror. But to have uh, an anthology is very, it's a very horror centric thing, in my opinion. There's not a lot of other genres that do that in such a way like that it's a full length feature film. Um, and creep show, I mean, is like, 
kind of an OG for anthology yeah. horror. And it's just, yeah. it shows you what's possible and how like, oh, there could be this movie where there's several different short stories and they're all fucking badass. And that's just a really cool format. So check it out. And what's amazing, it was a passion project with Romero, yeah. with the first one, because there were these Tales from the Crypt and Creepshow comics back in the 50s. And then they all got banned because... There was this whole thing where they decided these books were corrupting the youth. Right, of course. And <laughs> this was Romero going, "Hey, I would, I love these books. Let's make a movie of this." And that's where you get that. Not so. only that, he got to collaborate with Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, King was involved with pretty much the whole. That's a horror powerhouse movie, and it's because yeah. you got Savini yeah. on effects, Romero. you got Romero directing, yeah. you got Stephen King, and Stephen King in the background writing and acting. Come yeah. on, yeah. come on, come on, come on. <laughs> That's, and it's because woo. of the success of Creepshow that you later on got Tales from the Crypt. Like, yeah. Show, oh, yeah. No like, doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Like, I don't think that would have gotten off the ground if it wasn't for them taking that chance with that well, Creepshow. The horror anthology, Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're looking at now that, you know, we had Masters of Horror, which was, like, again, more full-length movies, but still, the, the, the evolution of the horror anthology... As Hunter said, and as Katie has said, mm -hmm. it goes, I, I, you can tie it directly back to Creepshow. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And, and that's a beautiful fucking thing. And the longevity of that um, that title, Creepshow. I mean, they just came out last year with the Creepshow TV show yep. on Shudder. I mean, it's a long lasting, like, it's people oh, still influencing people. Season two's around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Creepshow yeah. holiday special, anyone? Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's iconic. So please check that out. Yeah, I've got I to. I beg uh, you. <laughs> yeah, yes, we beg of you. <laughs> And I don't think the gore, there's not the gore levels. The kills mm -hmm. are good, but they're not like over the top. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think the one, um, what I want to go with, kind of wrap up this, the, the, the more lighter side of it. Uh, Scout's Guide was amazing, but I, I want to take it back to kind of what made that style of zombie popular. Yeah. And I got to go Return of Living Day 1 and 2. I got to yes. do a, I got to combine those two. Yeah. Because yeah. those movies are not serious. They are, yeah, I mean, there is gore. But it's not overt, for any, you no. know, compared for other other zombie There's things we're gonna get in later. <laughs> oh, Linnea quickly. Yeah. Sorry. Shout anyway. out to trash. Yes. Go trash. Uh, I mean, just especially the first one. The first yeah. one, above all else, it's like literally my favorite zombie movie. I've said this across multiple podcasts. <laughs> I don't. I never. I never fray. It's amazing. And I'm keep reminding myself that we're talking to because I'm like, who hasn't seen Return I of the Living? Like that's yeah. and, and but there are people out there. Again, exactly. I just brought up Creepshow, Return of the Living Dead. Like yeah, but there are people that that's another plunge for them to take. Exactly because it is a step further into yeah, absolutely. You know because the, some of the lightheartedness that was in, for instance, Scout's Guide, yeah. is kind of not in there because we're now we're dealing with teens to young adults. Going, trying to get their fuck on and get drunk in a graveyard. Right. Get, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean, basically it. Yeah, so like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, so part two deals with like some younger kids. Right. Right. But part two definitely brings in way more comedy. Oh, it's, it, 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 yeah. it, it, it instead really of like silly. instead of the first one is like I'd say sixty five to thirty five. You know, hard a comedy. Trilling Dead's probably like forty horror, sixty comedy, if not a little bit less. You know, a little more skewed. And let's throw this out there. Um, Anybody that's gone participated in the zombie walks or seen the zombie walks, and you hear everybody going brains, <laughs> that's it. That came from <laughs> Trinity Dead. It. Yep. Yeah. Romero zombies didn't talk. Nope. Yep. So when you see that, that's straight up. If you want to know the origin and you have seen it, watch Return of the Living Dead. There's your origin right there. Yep. And I always mimic. I always try to mimic Tar Man on my zombie walk. That's right. It's so easy. People like try to be stiff and walk. Yeah. But Tar Man's so lucid. Yes. That yes. It's so much more comfortable. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's your inspiration. Yeah. It was, I remember the first one I did with Hunter. It was like God, like 2010, 2009. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So we could do a rapid fire of a couple more with no explanation. Uh, just to kind of finish it up, I'm going with uh, They Live in uh, Fright Night. Nice. Love it. I had uh, What We Do in the Shadows just because mm. I think that's a. I just love that film and I love um, the the actors in that. And then um, for people that really love like story and characters and more of like a cerebral type of horror, I might say, at the risk of saying that because it sounds kind of douchey. But uh, it's uh, Karen Kusama's The Invitation. So Karen Kusama um, directed Jennifer's Body um, and she's amazing female horror director. But The Invitation is, is basically just um, a dinner party and it's just people hanging out, they're friends, but you realize it's, People are really creepy. They got creepy stuff going on. Um, so if you like like that sort of just unsettling or unsettled atmosphere, that really creepy vibe, mm -hmm. then check out the invitation. Dinner party goes to hell. 
I'll throw one more out before we get to the next level, is if you want the very easy level to get to for this director, Peter Jackson. Yes. Frighteners. Yeah, yes. because, yeah. because a, it, yeah, you good delve call. into, it's a lot more comedy than supernatural. horror. Yes. Supernatural. Yeah. But yeah. it's still one of those where if you're going to start to get into Peter Jackson pre-Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. and you and start with this, so much to discover. start with this, and then go to his earlier stuff. And I still <laughs> run across people that have no idea that he did anything outside of Out- epic mm-hmm. movies prior to Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So much to learn. Oh. Um, Frighteners was one of those uh, VHS boxes back in the day that really scared me. Yeah, the hologram. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the hologram. Really yeah, <laughs> and I mean we got a cra- like an uh, even more crazed ghost, Jake Busey. Oh, like, if I had a ghost <laughs> run at me with that fucking mouth, I'd be horrified. And who is his accomplice? Mm. D. Wallace. Is it D. Oh, Wallace? Wow. Yeah, I got her yeah. autograph on a Frighteners photo. And I and it wasn't until I got there I went, oh shit! I knew you were in ET. Yeah. I knew you were in Halloween. You were the crazy chick. And that's so Frighteners. cool. No, I didn't connect that. So that actually leads into a good start for me as far as the more intense. Uh, and so this level, we're getting a little more intense where it's some of the comedy is kind of gone. It's not as lighthearted. It's definitely from from start horror movie, music, everything kind of, you know, going forward type of movie. And, and but again, yeah, I'm sure people have not seen this that like horror and i gotta go with uh 1981's the howling yes that movie's awesome fucking movie. amazing one uh, of the more overlooked um werewolf movies too, definitely which is a shame because it's it's uh, awesome incredible and, and, and yeah. i don't feel like there's really any of the 80s goofiness in it it's like no. straightforward yeah. you know it, it, it's dirty you know yeah. it's in the city it, well it's the part that takes place in the city it's very dirty very grungy very good then when it gets to the the woods and the what do you call it commune mm-hmm. part because they, they it's a retreat no, it's right from, it's from yeah. the commune <laughs> uh it's just equally dirty but now in nature they made nature like gross because they're like this like they're just think you know of course they want to survive as werewolves but they're also like okay with being this fucking cult of werewolves that randomly just kill people <laughs> yeah. that come in. You know, I mean, it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very scary movie and the ending of that movie. It's, yeah. And, I, and I don't even, I, I'm not even talking about the transformation. I'm talking about the fact it went from that to a fucking hamburger being yeah. cooked on a fucking grill <laughs> in a yep. diner. That so shit good. is ridiculous. <laughs> Who thought of that? And anyway, check but yeah, out. It came out, this, I think it came out the same year as American Werewolf and uh, people go to that first um, and, and, and that would, that sometimes would, overlook That's still on my anymore. list though, but that's another yeah, good one. Yeah. Bringing back the comedy of it. Yeah, That's right, definitely right. a comedy, but yes. special but effects on that. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the fact Iconic. that it was a John Landis film, which, yeah. what other horror movies he ever <laughs> done? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, but that it, I'm glad you brought that up because that is on my list of like the next step because there is a lot of gore in that. Yeah, there it's definitely a lot more hardcore as far as that goes, and the comedy is definitely more adult comedy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, he meets the zombie friend at a porn. Yeah, I mean, come on. And it's an Academy Award winner, Rick Rick Baker. Yep, won his for the effects in that. So yeah, oh, yeah. God. Yes, which is funny to watch that movie and think Academy Award winning picture American Werewolf. In London. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it got late because it's hard for horror to get in. But I don't think it was. I don't think it won under a horror genre though. Well, yeah, I know, but that's it where sucks, literally be... the effects. Because yeah, that's how horror always goes. Before that, you didn't really get any horror movies even getting any attention, no even with the special effects yeah. or anything yeah. until that. So because it was just that amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, you all wait for that last transform that tr- last transformation scene, and it's oh, yep, oh god, <laughs> so good. Sorry, I'm not taking too much time. I, I could talk oh, about those. Howling's the, a great entry. That's a really good good um, recommendation. So one that I, I I guess I'm sticking with ones that are more current, but um, one I really enjoyed over the last few years was Green Room with Patrick Stewart. Yes, uh, that oh, has got so some gnarly uh, gore in it with 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 some animal um, bites and kills. But yeah, Green Room's great, um, and any movie that you get to see. A bunch of Nazis get taken down is fan fucking tastic. <laughs> one of my favorite things is it's this band and they're just yeah. desperate for a gig and they'll they get, play anywhere. They get stuck in there and so they know they're playing in front of all these fucking skinheads. Yeah, and so they go, you know what? Cover We're time. gonna play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nazi, Nazi punks, punks fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, and that, <laughs> I love that moment where they're like, yeah. we might as well fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. I, mean, I, I mean, to me, that's true punk rock. It's like, yeah, oh, fuck you. I'm going I'm to fucking play Because that is song. risking your life. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say that, it, it, folks, if you want to know what, what, what I mean by intense, this movie 
literally defines as far as far as for a, a recent film to really capture that intense. It's so fucking anxiety yeah. dri- driven. I mean, if your heart isn't racing and you're like like fucking clammy from watching this film, if you're like focused on it, it fucks with you hard. Absolutely. It's so much isolation. Like yeah, it, could, it is. It could really happen. This you go to the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, like, for it's sure. totally believable. It's totally possible. Yeah. Except for Patrick Stewart being a <laughs> drug dealing Nazi. That's that's it. It's that's, worth watching that for itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That <laughs> that's the that's kind of the selling point is yeah. have you ever seen Captain Picard or Professor X <laughs> as a Nazi? Well, here you go. Here you go. And he's selling heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> but that that's that's the perfect what I mean yeah. by intense. Just it just it just drives your heart rate up. Yes. Without you even noticing until one yeah. all of a sudden you're like Fuck. Oh god. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, perfect fucking movie for that. Alright, I'm gonna go into uh one of my favorite horror directors and a movie that doesn't get the attention that I think it should. Drag me to hell. Yeah, yeah great hell fucking yeah. movie. Because you know, 2009, it's after all of his Spider-Man movies, and right. it was his first kind of jump back into Getting the, back to his horror. Roots. Yeah. And I just, it's a fun movie. It has some some gross-out scenes, uh, but it's, mm-hmm. and overall, there's some parts that do freak you out, you yes. know? Yes, yes. There's some very hardcore scenes Absolutely. in that. Like like I said, the scene in the parking deck yeah. it was just done so well from a suspense point of view, and then when the thing happens, it's just horrifying. Yeah. The, with the effects too, that's a big that's a big part of it. Is like the effects and the close ups and the, classic Raimi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Raimi with a bigger budget. Yeah, but still being Raimi. Yeah, you know. Well, just the fact and him coming back to horror because you know, I mean, it had been so long. I mean, you know, after Army of Darkness was pretty much Army of Darkness, and then he went into and you know he's got some great non horror movies. You know, besides Spider Man, um, A Simple Plan is is a great mm, thriller. Yeah. So he's got some other movies, but it was kind of comforting going it into was. a Sam it Raimi was. horror movie. Yeah, and like. And it came out in 2009. Uh, the main girl in it, um, anybody that's seen uh, Big Fish, she was yeah, the yeah. love interest. Oh, yeah. 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 So and it was kind of cool to see her. It. And she kind of takes on like an Ash from the Evil Dead role yeah, where absolutely. she's just kind of fighting yes. these demons. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, great fucking movie. So, and I, and again, not high level gore. No. No. So, but lots of good. intensity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one I'm going to go to that was intense and. It's got high levels of gore, but it's 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 scarce. It's not used overtly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to go with, and I'm specifying this for a reason because we haven't done the killer filler <laughs> on this. The 1977 version of Suspiria. Awesome, yeah. Dario Argento. Yes. Freaking, that is oh. I mean, the opening <laughs> scene with the stabbing the open heart is mm-hmm. just fucks you in the face like within the first five <laughs> minutes. Like you're like, what the fuck, this woman? Like, oh, it's, it's one of the got best stabbed in her actual heart. It's one of the best opening scenes you'll yeah. have in a horror movie. Yeah. Like, Music, it's le- legendary. I mean, oh, so the other so thing, the, the score. I was gonna go in that the score with Goblin adds so much to the intensity of that film. It's it's insane. And then when you oh, when you get to see him play it live to the shots of the film, and you're like, mm. oh, it's magical. It yes. really is. Yes. It, it, too. Uh, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. yes, more people. Yes, are there. Yes, watch, <laughs> enjoy. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was magical. It's just like, oh god, because uh, it's just it. The bass hits so much harder. Yeah. Everything hits so much harder when it's being played live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I don't want to. I didn't want to intentionally go into anything about the remake until we do the killer filler on it. Yeah, yeah be, because. But I feel like Spirit is a great if there's that whole genre that you know these Italian Giallo. Horror, Giallo, yeah. yeah, yeah, these horror directors, these Italian horror directors, and that's a good first step. And then you totally. Just, and then it you delve into because yeah. it gets more intense, and they get away with a lot more. Yeah. Yes, I mean we could go and we haven't even gone to Fulci. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, Fulci, I think from the start, Fulci didn't have a Suspiria. Fulci had, fuck it, I'm doing everything I want to from the fucking start. All right, <laughs> pretty do you, much. Do you do you like your eyes? Well, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. <laughs> I'm gonna find something Great. to go in them. Oh uh, and that's just two of that's just like two of the most famous, like well known styles in that in that style. I mean, there are other there there. If you really want to go into it, and this is your thing, this is your jam in horror. There's a there's lot. There's so to much. There's mm-hmm. so much to go into. So yeah, it's a whole other avenue to go sure. down. So yeah. Um, next one on my list is is sort of comedy, but really amps up the gore, um, which is Dead Snow. 
Oh, so yeah. Dead Snow, oh, bringing yeah. another zombie movie to the mix. Yeah. And the sequel is also fantastic. Red, was it? Red, uh, Dead? Red versus Dead. Red versus yeah. Dead. Yeah. Um, so Dead Snow is. So that was the second one. So yeah, crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't remember if it's out of Norway or Sweden, but um, friends going into the a ski like a cabin in the in the mountains, lots of snow, and they happen to uncover a horde of uh, undead Nazis, like actual Nazis from World War Two. Um, and then all hell breaks loose and lots of yep. gore, lots of entrails, lots of just... But in snow, so it's all amplified. Yeah. It's yeah. so amplified. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's full throttle. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's just white turned to red. Yeah. It's so it's so <laughs> good. It. It's so good. It's carnage. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go with it. I know I've brought this movie up on multiple episodes, but I just have to keep pushing on people. You're next. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. you next. No, I'll never get tired of hearing somebody talk about that movie, so you're good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, it's got your strong female lead. Yes, she's awesome. It, the kills are really fucking good. It, overall, it's just a fun fucking movie to watch. One thing I feel like that movie brought into the horror realm that was kind of new, and it was good that it happened when it did, too, as far as for newer generations, is it didn't show the final girl being scared and by happenstance getting away. Yeah. She was just fucking people up she as it goes. She was a badass. I mean, yeah. before that we had Ripley. Right. 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 But I mean, yeah. really, you didn't yeah. have a lot of females that were just like, no, I'm going to fuck this. Oh, From no, the start. She, yeah. Exactly. She Rorschach's the shit out of this. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, at one point going, oh, y'all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and, <you find laughs> that, and it's funny because they briefly bring up her past at the beginning of the movie. Right. And she casually brings stuff up and then you realize she is the most prepared person for the <laughs> situation whole, they're in. Yes. You guys fucked up. Right. So, and it's it's just... The, from start to finish, that start, movie yeah, never just, lets up. That yeah, movie and never there are some up. scenes where you, you kind of want to winch. There's a one with fish line. Ugh. Yeah. It's a rough one. Yeah. 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 That was painful. <laughs> but you're yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. Just yeah. watch it. Just watch it. it it's, it's worth all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth every penny. <laughs> that's one of those movies and, where people are like my friend wants to watch a horror movie what should they watch that's a recommended movie for sure mm. and it's one of those that has like some you know a couple random people but uh, Barbara Crampton she hadn't yeah. done a lot of horror stuff and this was her kind of first jumping back into it she plays the mom in there so mm. and it you know kind of cool to see oh yeah, yeah that chick from Reanimator yes. yeah yeah uh, all right we each kind of had two uh, but um, again we can run through this with some rapid fire on a few that we still had on our list uh, I'm just gonna run down. I had, I still had the descent. Yeah, 2005's the descent. Must watch. Talk about intense watch. intensity. Yeah. That that fucking movie. The, that's just in, in darkness and and just oh god. Intensity cave dwellers. in so many different ways. Right. For what you just said. There's the cave dwellers. There's the actual caves themselves. The darkness and also the claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah. That freaks me out. It's hard <laughs> for me to watch. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I I really enjoy that movie, yeah. but I had to be in the right frame of mind to watch it because it will fuck with you. Because yeah, yeah it's not even the creatures sometimes. Yeah. Just the closed. I, yeah, if you stop ugh. and think that far under civilization, it, it's just, it, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, 1992's Candyman. That was <sighs> a high intensity. of all time, yeah. But again, people that still, I mean, I know there's a lot of hype around it because of the, the new, new, one Jordan, coming out. new one coming yeah. out. But Overlooked villain, for sure. And it's exactly. an incredible movie. And then... Um, uh, Ah oh, man, this is a tough pick because I don't. I, I, I'm just gonna name. I'm just gonna name both. I mean, 1983 is Videodrome and 1986 is The Fly. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, those get now. This is that. That's a good bridge into the next echelon as far as for gore. But these are definitely more intense. Yeah. Not 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 so much just splastastic. No. Like, I mean, David Cronenberg is the king of body horror and just body transformation scenes. And then also bridging it with sci-fi and Videodrome was an earlier portrayal of that. Not his earliest, but definitely an earlier one. And then The Fly was probably his masterpiece with that. And not to be like super cliche, but both of those are really ahead of their time. Like both no of them shit. talk about themes and different things that still are applicable today in mm-hmm. our society. So great movies. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any other ones you want uh, to The only other ones I had fire? in mind were uh, Deathgasm, uh, Don't Breathe, and Train to Busan. Aha. Train to Busan, definitely. I mean, yeah. I love that you're bringing some of the newer ones because, yeah. like, my brain went just with like what got what was was my yeah. thing. Yeah. But like, there are so many new ones that definitely people need to latch onto, like right out the gate. Yeah. Right. You know. I'm gonna throw one. I, I'll be honest. I was waiting for one of y'all to bring it up, but you didn't. Cemetery Man. Ah, uh, yeah. I was. Great recommendation. I, I was. I was leaving that open. It's on the list. Okay. It's on the list. I was gonna say. <laughs> see, I was gonna introduce it as Della Morte Della More. Ah. The original title. <laughs> 
but <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Well, in America, we call a cemetery man. <laughs> Typical Americans. Yeah. Hey, boy, you call a cemetery man when you're in the States, all right? <laughs> 1994's De La Morte De La More was yes. a fucking stellar movie. It was hilarious. Yes. Not overly gory, but Mm-mm. fun. I mean, the whole bus with the whole bus accident, and then yeah. they all come back to life, and he's got to kill all these Boy Scouts. Oh, was, oh God, it was terrible. He's killing Boy, like Boy Scouts. <laughs> but it's not at that. This is why we love horror. Peak yeah. level of gore. No, no. no. It was not so overly gory. Good. Like, I want to check out something. Good kills. Yeah, there you go. No, he's yelling at the the was it the whatever uh, whatever the leader of the town is. He's like, "Be a good zombie, get back in your grave." <laughs> like, who the fuck? Who thought of this? The other one I'm gonna throw uh, out there is obviously even the casual fans are probably familiar with Pinhead, Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Let's go another Clyde Barker one that people probably aren't familiar. Oh, with. Oh, I know what you're going with Nightbreed. Ah, uh, yeah, so because and that's it's a almost perfect like, balance. It's almost like you're watching a superhero movie in a way. Except it is. The superheroes are fucking monsters from that the can do yeah. fucked up crazy yeah. shit. Yep, and that, I mean, it's a perfect balance of horror and fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. And just, uh, well, I mean, talk about, he was def. Clyde Barger always touched on very satired and dark. Yeah. Uh, not the issues themselves, but that was his representation of the issues. Like the issues in our society that people seem to have with each other. Yeah. He would represent them in a very fucked up way. And that it makes his movies amazing. Like Hellraiser is amazing, but it definitely touches on some other stuff and in a whole other, you know, niche of society. I think Nightbreed touched on kind of uh, what we've been dealing with in the last two years as far as his differences. Mm-hmm. And definitely. This, you know, I mean, it, it, I mean it, it's blatant. That's what he's yeah. doing. But he, again, he does it in a really dark and very in your face, direct, fucked up way. Right. Because when it gets down to it, Monsters start fucking people up. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. you. They're I'm monsters. Gonna, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're like, I'm still to... a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have to be attacked. Like, that's the whole thing. Is yeah, they're exactly. Not, yeah. They're not going out there. Like, I, I watched that when I was, like, a kid, and it was the same time I was reading comics. And in the X-Men books, there's this whole race of mutants uh-huh. that live in the sewers called Morlocks. Yeah, right, right. And watching Nightbreed, they I was are, like, yeah. oh, these are like the Morlocks yeah. who were like, I could fuck you up so many ways. But I'm not that way. You just decided I'm that way. Right. Wait, wasn't the Morlocks a, a tie into Time Machine? Because they also, were called the Morlocks. Yeah, also. But in the X Men yeah. books, the sewer dwelling mutants that have their whole society were called the Morlocks. So, but yeah, that's the where just reading the I books just... and watching that at the same t- around the same time. Yeah, it was just kind of like yeah, they could do whatever they wanted. They look fucking evil as shit. But right, it's man that's gonna fucking cause them to unleash super cool movie too like just watching like looking at the sets and the oh, makeup man, yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and all makeup. the monsters are just oh, really cool and I recommend anybody and I bring, I'll bring this up every anytime if you're gonna check out check this out the first time either trust us and buy this copy <laughs> or hopefully maybe you know somebody who has this copy but the newest Screen Factory uh, release of this film where it's got the closest thing you're ever going to get to Clive Barker's real vision for this film. Oh wow, cool! Uh, and he says that in the beginning. He's like, "This is as close as we're as I have seen to date of what I wanted this movie to nice. be." Nice. I have not seen that. So version. it's uh, and and when you watch it, you can see because uh, the footage is gonna you can only up you can only update it but so much, sure. right? Because it's, it, it's we're going from original original footage. Yeah. So it's, it's some of the footage that doesn't look as clean as the other footage. That's the right. Stuff that's they what added. you're watching. Yeah. And that's it's really cool. cool. It's really, and he looks. He looked happy in the interview. That's all know? we want. Yeah, we right. Want Clive to be it's happy. Your shit, man. Yeah, it's your like shit. you should be happy with it. <laughs> Fuck. Um. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Our boy. Oh man. Big Woo. Oh fuck. This is uh, bring out the buckets of blood. <laughs> uh, the buckets of blood. So, I am going to start off this gore-tastic comedy, mildly intense, very just nonsense driven awesomeness because <laughs> this is what it is this is what it is go this is for on. the people that want all that <laughs> stuff uh i gotta go with the 1985 i mean uh reanimator and 1989's brighter reanimator i gotta tie them yes. together all right. uh those movies are awesome intros into just the re- Ridiculousness. We got a fucking head in the dish that's talking. We got reanimated. There's cunnilingus from the head in the dish. Exactly. Yeah. And we got Barbara Crampton's boobies, which is always a fun yeah. thing. <laughs> we've got heads exploding. We've got, I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff. Cats in refrigerators. If you like Frankenstein, yeah. but you want Frankenstein on steroids, you need to watch, watch Reanimator. Re-animator. And then Bride yeah. Reanimator. Yes. Hence the bride part if you didn't get that. Oh, <laughs> very Frankensteinish. Get it? I need to point out to the listeners that you are wearing a Reanimator shirt. And I, it's am. Awesome. I am. I am a fan. Yeah. It's very, 
it's weird because I'm wearing you Suspiria. Wear Suspiria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, it's. So uh, but fun. I also love Frankenstein. Yeah, I actually uh, just read the short story reanimator for the first time last summer and movie. Oh, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah it's Lovecraft. Great. It's great. It's great. Yeah, that's uh, Dr. Herbert West. Yes, for those listening. Right. Yeah, it's not I mean. called reanimator. Yeah, right. but yeah. I mean, for those listening, is Dr. Herbert West, and it's a great little short story. Yep. I think Jer- I think that they did a great adaptation more than they could with this tiny little fucking story. Took it even further. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Um, I think what I'm going to start with is something that is on the other end of the spectrum, and it's just really fucking brutal. And that is uh, High Tension. Yes. Oh. Oh. High Tension oh. is Alexander Aja, and I never yeah. know how to pronounce his last name. I always name, say Aja, but, but maybe it's probably Aja. Yeah, it probably sounds better. Yeah. Um, French, French extremity is the genre we're talking about, or subgenre of horror. But um, So yeah, Alexander Aja did uh, Crawl. It's his most recent movie. High Tension is just brutal is the only way I can describe it. Like mm-hmm. From start to finish, it's just street like the stabbing is just intense and hardcore and we actually uh, use the scene from that in our uh the kills that made us uh panel at GalaxyCon nice. in 20, 2019 yeah. it was the decapitation scene yeah it's, it's just like it, you don't yeah. get a chance to breathe it just keeps going and it yeah. just keeps yeah it's awesome. well, I mean I dude's giving it. himself head with a decapitation oh god <laughs> and then uh, actually the director he did uh, Hills of Eyes remake yes yep. yeah. yeah right which so. you can see that well, you can definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah watching yeah. that you go yeah you not can, even not even the gore factor but the colors yeah, the same it's very style. like a tan yeah. kind of brownish like yep. hue to the camera yep. and that's definitely I think he's just trying to like show off heat yeah yeah, it's very hot where we're at and a great twist so um, yeah if you haven't seen that one definitely check it out yeah High Tension is amazing it's a really good one I'm gonna go with a very random ass one Uh, movie from 1982 Pieces oh I love Pieces yeah the the Spanish chainsaw mask oh man it's so good it's the Mexican or Spain the gore is just the gore is just so over the top and there's a whole thing where cutting up women to create this ultra mega right. woman it's the it's just so amazing and it's, yeah it it's doesn't so good stop and it's so good it's got the dude that was pluto and fucking the popeye movie that's your kind of red herring that you're like he loves he's the groundskeeper he loves his fucking chainsaw so much <laughs> you're like all right you know but it just it throws that's you different right. ways and then the final scene Ouch is the only way mm, I can put it. Yes. Yeah, ouch. Yeah. We'll, we'll just leave that. You got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, to know what we're talking about. But we if actually, we're saying ouch and we just talked a bunch of shit, then you know it's, it's, it's pretty bad. And a couple bad. years ago, uh, my other podcast, Beautiful Disasters, we used to have showings, and that was one of the first movies we showed. Nice. And it was great to sit back and watching people react to some of the <laughs> fucking kills. Like, what the fuck did I just see? You're like. Keep watching. Keep watching. Um, mm-hmm. For people who love pieces, you can actually buy the puzzle from the beginning of the movie. If you remember the oh, puzzle that he puts yeah. together oh, of nice. the naked lady, you can actually buy that puzzle. So that's yeah, awesome. put that on your shopping list. No, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, mean, I need to buy that. I'm yeah, I, I want to throw one in the kind of left field yeah. that isn't as like like all three of us know it, but that's something some people might still absolutely have, have heard of it. Yeah, again, that whole bias early 80s but fucking check it yeah. out pick a friday drink a bunch of beer and have fun watching yeah have, exactly <laughs> that, this is this is exactly this is just for like the i'm all in give me all that shit <laughs> yeah this is for that fan <laughs> give me the cheese yeah. and i i've got i'm gonna start around with this with with this uh um and i'm not gonna take all of it because i'm gonna share some of the the movies <laughs> some other people because I know everyone's probably got some something of this on their list but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go kind of rapid fire with this we've got 1992's Brain Dead yeah. slash Dead Alive that is gotta be one of the Bloodiest. if not the goriest yeah. fucking horror movie ever has made has to be like I don't has anything touched has anything really touched that as far as uh yeah. no um there have been some scenes I but guess but not just full the just whole movie onslaught yeah. just of just fuckitude <laughs> that is so in that fun. movie and then uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. That's just gore-tastic. The kills in that aren't just nice kills. They're, They're fucking not. like <laughs> horrific kills. And it's such great uh, juxtaposition because the characters are so silly and lovable, but these kills are extremely like brutal and graphic, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. I, love I mean, that. fucking wood chipper. God yeah. damn. Oh, like, fuck Fargo. Right. Watch just, this. Yeah. Fargo's wood chipper scene is shit compared to this. He just jumped yeah. right in. Yeah. yeah. He just jumped right in. <laughs> Head first. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. Ah, you so walk it off. You walk it off. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Oh. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, it's our little rapid fire. Um, uh, so, so it's kind of on the same line as Pieces. It's just this random ass movie from the 80s called Society. So it's Brian Hughes' oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, that movie's so, so good. So all I can say in a rapid fire uh, style is that uh, um, there's something called shunting and you need to find out what it is. And it's... Wait a minute. Didn't you first... Did I can't remember. Didn't we have this conversation about Society on a GUI episode, like a flagship? Oh, and you maybe. said you hadn't watched it yet? Yes. I did you just recently it. watch it? I've, yeah, within the last year probably. Yeah, no. It's I incredible. Yeah. I remember that. It's so, one yeah. of those movies where it's you so warn people good. that it's gory, but yeah, it's not But you gory, don't know how to warn them. It's disgusting <laughs> and it's fleshy. Fleshy, and, yeah. Fleshy is a yeah. great word. Fleshy is <laughs> the best way to describe it because it's not gory. It's <laughs> fleshy. <laughs> and if you're curious, watch it Just and then you'll know. It. I think that's the name of the episode. Fleshy. I thought you nailed it coming around the gate, but no, it's not gory. It's fleshy. I think that comes yeah. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Next time you call oh someone God. a butthead, just yeah. think of society. Yeah, I am a butthead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, so society. And then one I haven't seen um, that I plan to is, are y'all familiar with the guinea pig series? So guinea pig series is from Japan. Apparently it's from the 80s. Apparently it's this dude who like had these manga comics and he like just wanted to visualize them into a film. And it's supposed to be like the fucking most bloodiest, goriest thing ever. So I'm, I'm going to dive into this. I have not heard yeah. about that, but I will look so into I'm that. Not, yeah. So I'm going to them. All right, uh, I'm gonna throw one quick one out. Uh, I've talked about it multiple once. Terrifier. Yeah, yeah. And, that's and a hardcore fucking. That's one an kill too. that yeah. leaves a fucking mark on you. That kill, and you're just like, oh, it's yeah. No, that movie. That's that's expert level. Like when we're suggesting movies, that's that's expert level of you go into this knowing you're gonna see some fucked up shit. All right. Mm-hmm. Can I just say I needed that movie? Like, I felt like for a little bit I had been watching some like AM AM radio horror movies, and then Terrifier came along. It's new, then fucking went there. Hit your reset. Hit my reset <laughs> button, and I was like, yes, this is I, awesome. I kind of felt the same yeah. way. Like, I remember I randomly, I remember seeing it because I remember I had watched All Hallows Eve. Yeah, right. The, so the the uh, for those who don't know, there was a indie film that came out. It was a it kind of anthology. it was an anthology series, yeah. and All Hallows Eve too is as well, but. It, that's where you got introduced to Art the Clown, which is the main protagonist in uh, antagonist in Terrifier. And then I, I randomly came, I forget how I came across it, but it wasn't something that was free. I remember I was on one of the streaming services that uh, I think it was Vudu, and they had a sale in October one year, it was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And Terrifier was like four bucks for the digital yeah. copy. I'm like, oh. I know that clown. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Boom. And I watched it with Rachel, and oh. she can't stand if she sees that image cross the screen oh no after that no i mean <laughs> yeah. she made it through but yeah. it's it's one of those movies where like am i and, and rachel likes horror i mean she yeah. likes horror but he is that creepy but he, he is, is that creepy. fucked up yeah. yeah and once you watch the movie you're just like it it's like it's oh yes. oh yeah <laughs> i credit that movie and then um and we just covered this that hatchet series mm-hmm. where because there's so much now paranormal movies stuff like that that the just straight kills you know that main character killing people in crazy fucking ways you don't get a lot of that you don't anymore. that's what i'm saying no. and that's I why needed I, it. I, yeah and the first time i watched terrifier i was like oh wow i'm like transported back to the yeah. fucking 80s yeah. with these fucking just right. crazy looking yeah. motherfucker crazy kills i just gotta i gotta explain for those listening uh hatchet franchise is done more old school we're just killing everybody in gore Terrifier brings it to a different level where he's like happy the whole time. Yeah. He's not angry about it. He's not like just killing people and we like because he's pissed off they're in his fucking swamp. He's like, no, bitch, you're trying to make fun of me and taking selfies and now I'm going to enjoy just cutting you through your vagina. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to yep. do. That's Terrifier. That yeah. is him. It's and he likes fucking... to dress up though too. So Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't right. wait for Terrifier too. Same. God, so fuck. I... God. Oh. If there's one, I mean like, I'm just counting down. I yeah. fucking cannot. There, wait if there's, for if it. there is, uh, there's Halloween fucking kills, <laughs> and Terrifier two, honestly, are my like top ones. Candyman is there, yeah. but I mean, Halloween kills and Terrifier two are like what I'm looking forward to for new Strat- horror movies. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, uh, the only one that I would throw out there is uh, early another uh, Tom Savini, The Burning. Oh, you yeah. got, you got I've it. never yeah. seen the burning. I have never oh, seen the burning. So I know about the burning. I'm. It's on my list, but I've never seen it. It's just a good, solid eighties. Yeah, early eighties. Not a camp. Better it's kill, not a camp, right? Yeah. Better yeah. kills, I'd say, than uh, the couple first couple of Friday Thirteenth, in my opinion. For uh, uh, compared for to the first couple, yeah. yeah. It, it, now, not as good as I would literally say the first couple. Part three and and four have better kills, but compared to one and two, burning's got better. Nice. Kills. And the story behind the dude who worked at the camp. I mean, the whole story behind it and gets like he, he fucking. He ends, I forget why he ends up in the hospital, but then he can't help not smoking, and he's got an oxygen tank, and <laughs> yeah. then he just 
sets himself on fire, but then he blames the fucking <laughs> campers for setting himself on fire. Of course. I, 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 yeah, of Obviously. course. And then uh. if you've made it to expert level 10 of what you can handle, I present to you audition. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's level oh. 10. You're Ooh. comfortable Brutal. with Ooh. everything. Then you can watch audition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you will. Then you'll be not comfortable yeah. with everything oh, all over then again. You can't watch anything no. for a few days. No. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, you hear the groans. So I'm going to suggest. <laughs> Dude, what you bringing me? If Kay? you're like, and I want to challenge myself to. Yeah. If you anytime you're bringing Takashi, you you just forget about it. Yep. Forget, forget about, about it. it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> all right. I mean, we. All right. I hope uh, we giving anybody interested or that's already in there that just hasn't doesn't. No, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like a pretty fat list. Absolutely, of fucking I horror film. Y'all do we... show notes. I hope people are taking notes out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. I, I, as always, when we list a lot of movies, I probably need like two fucking pictures for this one. But I'll post a list. Nice. On so, uh, social media, yes. like what we talked about, just in case. Exactly. If no one's, if so, if you're driving, I don't expect you to stop. Maybe writing or texting in a note while you're driving. Please <laughs> don't. So uh, don't worry. Though it'll be across the social medias. In the webs and the inters and all that stuff, whatever the <laughs> fuck you call it, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't and what's like crazy it. is we all still have a oh, dude, ton I, of I, movies. Yeah, uh, that was half We're of my movies. We're gonna have to do a part two of this eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, this is yeah, this was uh, yeah. I've still I only went through half of mine. That's <laughs> fucking terrible, but you know, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that doesn't mean the episode's over though. Uh, we still have one more segment. Uh, but before we get to that, we got to talk about our sponsors because you know sponsors. First one being OGAmazon.com. Go to GIPodcast.com. Click, look on the top right. Click on links. Amazon is your first link. You click on that. You take you to Amazon. You shop like normal, just through our link. So that just gives us a little kickback. Nothing more to you. Nothing different you have to do besides go through that link. And we just get a little kickback. Hey, we just threw out a ton of movies. Some of them are available on streaming. I'm pretty sure all of them are, if you you should buy them all yeah. on Amazon. What else I'm saying? Some of them might be do. available on streaming, but some of them, nope. You're going to have to get a hard copy, and Amazon's pretty good with uh, finding some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether you're like a, a, a purist, you can f- you can find VHS, but if you're a DVD purist, there, we have those, there, those are people like that, too. And then, obviously, Blu-ray and 4K. And all the new versions from Arrow and Scream Factory and Vinegar Syndrome and all those are all available as well, which I recommend those because those are baller fucking commentary shit and special and uh, special features on those. And our second one being Public. That's where all the merch is. The same thing. You go to the top right, click on links, second link into that page, T Public. Take you right to our merch page. We got like 39 or 40 designs now. Every show on the network has at least a design. Most of them have two to three. And I mean, you get a shirts, you know, freaking mugs, banners, <laughs> hoodies, onesies, laptop covers, <laughs> laptop covers. I mean, anything you fucking All kinds want. Of shit, so. so make sure to check that temporary, out if you want to get some GUI merch. Temporary tattoos. So we can just... Are those even a thing anymore? I, I would rock them. See? <laughs> no, I've never, I never, I, I don't think there's gumball machines in groceries anymore that have the... Remember you used to be able to go get yes. the little temporary tattoo? I don't think they yeah. have those anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Back I used to rock the fuck out of those art. when I was yeah. a kid. Back when there was different events, I would see sometimes people have them, but mm. that's when you could be in a crowd and, you know, no. and they, now, I don't know, maybe those are gone now. The before times. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I miss those. Anyway. God damn it, Hunter. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and as always go to juliapodcast.com and check out all the other shows that are under the network we've got a slew of shows something for everybody I mean literally so make sure you you know if you're listening from the mouths of madness we are part of the GUI network there is a whole network of, of content creators so make sure you check that out and uh, now that that's over with it is time for Stomp the host. All right, so Stomp the Host is a rapid-fire trivia segment where we ask the guests to bring a series of questions to ask the hosts, and then Hunter and I just get to brag. Hunter is up by two. I was up by three. No, I won last time. I know. I was up by four. Oh, you're up by by three. You're right. Was. But I'm not going to be that camp counselor that feels like they're so far away that they're safe and... You're See, now it's twelve nine. Slowly walking <laughs> towards me, I and I think I can get away. It's no, three, don't but get I can, comfortable. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, you're right. It was twelve eight when I posted last time, so now it's twelve nine. That, yep. that makes. Yep, you're right. Sorry. Let's see how it goes. All right, Lowdown. Got oh, some work to do. Oh boy. All right, so I get to pick who goes first. Yes, right? you yep. do. All right, well, let's start with Lowdown. Um, I'm excited about these questions, by the way. Oh, All God. right, so first question: 
in the Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, and then the last one, Three from Hell, what is the name of the family that Captain Spaulding, Otis, and Baby are part of? Uh, Firefly. Firefly family. Ding, ding, ding. Sweet. <laughs> and I'm not proud that I know that, by the I way. I know. <laughs> I know. We've talked about that. <laughs> you can just say Devil's Rejects, and you don't have to bring up the other one. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, and if you need Fair. to, just bring up House of a Thousand Corpses. Just don't bring up the other one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Oh, you guys. Okay. Yeah. All right, Hunter. In Wes Craven's Scream, Randy plays a horror movie at the house party. What movie does he play? I believe it's Halloween. Ding, ding, ding. You need to know what you the fuck that to. is. You have to know what that is. Halloween. Yeah, you have to. You have to know literally, what that is. there's a scene. The music is chiming as he's laying on the couch. Going, yeah, Um, so we actually already covered this question. It was which famous horror makeup artist did the werewolf transformation makeup in American Werewolf in London? But we already talked about Whoops. that on mm-hmm. the show. So I have a, follow- a yeah. different question. I like Can it. I get the point? Because I already said it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn it. No, of course no. not. I know. That's not how we roll. Um, so I've actually been on a wrong turn binge. So don't even ask me about that journey because it's been a lot. Oh boy. But mm. in wrong turn two. There is a punk rocker, a really famous punk rocker who is in the movie. Who is that? I, I, I'm, I'm it's, get, a, it's a uh, punk rock dude who's in a lot of movies. He shows yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like it's like Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Yes. God damn it. Ding, ding. That was yes. the only one I knew. No, I I've seen, seen it. it, but I remember. <laughs> but when she met, because I was thinking about somebody who shows up in one of the later ones who's also mm-hmm. in the horror world in yes. five. Yeah, Doug Bradley. Uh, yep. Yeah. But I was like, punk rock. I'm like, no, it is Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <sighs> Hunter, this one's a little tough, so I'll be impressed if you get this. What is the name? And we just talked about this movie, Candyman. What is the name of the Chicago Projects neighborhood featured in Candyman? Oh, oh fuck me. It's I'm going to kick myself for it's. I'm just. I, I, I'm drawing a blank, and you're going to say it. I'm going to be very upset. Oh, I, I, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but it's like Shabrini Green? Uh, that is al- that is literally almost right. Cabrini Green. Cabrini Green. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know. So you say, I get, yeah, I would say that's that's close enough. Son of a bitch. I, I get to decide that, right? Yeah, I think you get you to decide that, yeah. Um, that's, all right. I, I think that's how many have you gotten? Three. And I just got one wrong, so. You have two. If I, yeah, so I get one, we each get one more question. Okay. Okay. You have a chance to either steal mine and get yours, and that would be three and three. No. This one is equally tough, but I believe in you. <laughs> what is the name of the fictional Ohio City in Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm. That's tough. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, I know this, but I don't. Uh, Hunter, if you know it, I'm, I got I to gotta give it to you. When in doubt, I'm just going to say Springfield. Oh, so close. Springwood. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I was thinking Springfield, but I knew that wasn't right. I knew that wasn't right. I knew it wasn't right. That's what I'm saying. When in doubt, say Springfield. Because, yeah. All right. Son of a bitch. Please let you finish out. This, I mean, this yeah. question is, is actually right up your alley. So I'll be very surprised if you don't get this. All right. So, original creep show. We already talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Lowdown has five segments. Name two of the segments, what their actual title is. Um, Father's Day. Mm hmm. Hold on, I'm like, God damn it. Uh hold um the crate? There yep. you go. All right. yep. Bing bing bing. You I was just say, come oh. on, man. We just talked <laughs> about torture. debating which ones I want to say. <laughs> well, then, what's the other like, one? They the creep up on you. Are the lonesome death of Jody Verrill, something to tide you over, and, they and creep, they're creeping up on they're you. They're creeping up yeah. on you, yeah. yeah. That's the one that a lot of people don't get because Woo! they don't yeah. like the roachy the one. Yeah. Dude, I didn't That's tell me. Rachel about that segment because mm. she hates bugs. Oh, me too. I, I, and I thought I was being funny, but I, it didn't, didn't turn out good for me. <laughs> but like, because I mean, she literally loathes insects. And there's so many live fucking roaches. In that fucking segment, oh. I, dude, it really hurt me for about a week or so. <laughs> oh, not great. No, but I mean, I, fair enough though. Yeah, absolutely. If you really hate, hate bugs, yeah. for sure. But I think it's a movie. It's like they're not oh, touching it, you. Oh, Savini brings up uh, one of the documentaries I've seen where he was like, he did all the effects, but he was nowhere close to that when they shoved. He said there was like. He, they injected those roaches yeah. through the prosthetics. Oh my god! So and disgusting. That's like, I was in the other room. You just shoving wow. just roaches through all this. Hence stuff, why so. everyone should watch Creep Show. Yep. <laughs> yes. It, it, and you had to make it all the way through the movie to get to that. So there you go. Yep. yep. No fast forwarding. <laughs> or yeah. Forward fast, fast forward, whichever. Fast forwarding. We don't have that thing anymore. No. We don't have it anymore. No. I'm losing the <laughs> terminologies. When was the last time you actually fast forward, not just skipped right. segments? Yeah. Right. Because that's what we do now. We skip segments. We don't fast forward. That's right. (laughs) 
So lowdown, do you take that one? I do take yeah. that one. Three to three to two. Catching up, you told you, you couldn't get comfortable. Fucking, yep, uh, you so were Jason catching up to Twelve to ten. Twelve to ten. Fuck. Yeah, I'm not. But see, I, I, I'm humble. I don't talk shit. <laughs> Don't talk shit. You wait till it's either fucking tied or he has a lead again. Say. He's like, so what size of the penis is the greatest <laughs> trivia master? Now, to be fair, I stopped, I stopped doing that when I was in the lead last time. I used to be able to swing That was a dick. long time ago. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. See? Exactly. It was to so long fair. ago, man. To be fair. <laughs> so that was awesome. Thank you so much, Katie, for being Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned your podcast earlier, yeah. but you didn't plug your shit. Nerdcropolis. Check out go. my blog. I just mentioned I've been on a wrong turn, like Odyssey. I've watched all six wrong turn movies plus the newest one, and I'm going to be doing a wrap up on that. So check me out on Instagram. Check out my blog, and I'll be having some new podcast episodes coming out soon. Fuck yeah. I am stoked to watch The Foundation uh, because like, I needed a hard reset because the sequels just fuck me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, because I love the first one. And yeah. I don't mind too. But right, the rest are they're a lot. Yeah, it was a it was a. I've chore. only seen the first one. So. Yeah, you're, no, you talked about stopped. Leprechaun Two. Is <laughs> yeah. a chore? Yeah. like that exactly. Wrong turns. It's chore. Chore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like Tremors. Same deal. Just mm. a chore to watch That's those. Why I've only seen the first Tremors. The second one's not terrible. No, it's not. Past that. Sure. You know what? I got all the fill in the first one. Didn't need to go on. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but there's certain movies like, hey, it was fun. That's, that's all I need. Like, no, yeah. there's a second one where there's you know walking trip. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like I, I got my film for the Shout first out to one. Tremors. Yeah, I watched a thousand of them. Yeah, yeah. like you, you just keep making them. Yeah. That's great. There's people out there that are probably counting down. Like they're gonna make another one. These ones are gonna have wings on them. I don't fucking care. They were underground and come baking some shit. It. That's all but, I needed. All right, but. As we mentioned before, we still have a crap load on our list, so what you should look forward to, though, is a sequel to this episode. Yep. And until that comes out, stay safe. movie studios that keep rehashing the same things only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse join mike the hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots remakes and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite tv and film properties ideas like a john waters he-man movie fantastic for the musical and aliens done entirely with marionettes what podcast would bring this evil upon the world this is smack my pitch up available anywhere you get your podcasts Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.